the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, man, is it busy here at Millburgers. We're live at 1604 on Bull Road, and the place is jumping. <laughs> the first beautiful day uh, in a long time uh, with the sun out, and um, everybody was apparently eager to get out. Yeah. And uh, we got the gardening hormones. For yeah. The gardening Garden, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, face painting, hormones—all the hormones are are coming out uh, today. So let me tell you what's going on. If you're new and you haven't heard all the stuff, uh, Millburgers is having their big Halloween celebration today uh, with all kinds of fun. Did you go by the petting zoo? I didn't. Oh, we have to go by the petting zoo. It's over by the where the grass is and stuff. What uh, have they got? I don't know. I haven't gone by either. We'll have to go by. But uh, they've got uh, roasted corn, which is real popular. They have the hot dogs and uh, all those uh, virgin margaritas, all for a donation. The San Antonio Food Bank, the pumpkin patch, the Terror Train, the face painting has a long line in front of it. The uh, And the balloon artist is here tomorrow. So, oh, and very important, the blood drive is going on today. And in all the fun... Um, the blood drive needs you to come on out and support that one, too. So uh, that goes today till 1.30. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And, uh, of course, they've got a... Um They've got a nice uh, gift for you for the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. But mostly, the most important thing is you're helping out your neighbors in South Texas uh, through your donation. So come on out and give blood uh, today till 1.30. There's no line. So uh, that's what I'm saying is that everybody's trick-or-treating and having fun. Uh, but we need to uh, get those folks here, too, that want to donate blood. So come on out and uh, do that today before 1.30. It doesn't matter if they have corn before they give blood. It does not matter. You can have corn before and after. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And uh, that corn's good. Good and, stuff. And uh, we uh, we went over. I went over to get y'all some hot dogs, and uh, they they run this way. It is you're the la- first one in line to run out of hot dogs. Oh no! You were the first one, really. Uh, I, I was uh, next in line. Oh man! The way I should have said. But. Uh, They've they've got more on the grill. They just heating them up on the grill. They offered me a cold hot dog. I said, I don't think. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh, everybody's having fun, and uh, I, I love watching the uh, picture taking. 
Picture yeah. taken while ago. Can we ask your question on the air? Did you want to be on the air? Sure. Come on up. Here we go. I'm going to give you the microphone. We'll help you out. Is it about the bathroom? Because we know where those are. Is it about the bathroom? We can help you with that. What's going on, sir? How can we help you? You're on the air. Uh, I'm looking for some ground cover lantana. I know the purple and the yellow are typically ground cover. And I'm wondering about this tangerine. If it's more of a shrub, or will that also be work as a ground cover as well? What about it now? Will this work as a ground cover? Will it? Tangerine. Will tangerine work as a ground cover? Um, or is that going to go more into a shrub? Well, let's see. I, th I think it's more upright. Yeah, three to five foot. Yeah. Works works as a ground cover if you want it that tall. The, so stick so with the purple the one, and the yellow? Yeah, the, well, the, the uh, lavender over there makes a great ground cover. Uh, the purple and, then, and the yellow. And that, that has a little shade tolerance in it. it blooms in the cool cool weather. It'll bloom in the fall, spring, and then, of course, your new goal, Lantana, is the best ground cover in the summer. All right. Thank you all. All right. Bye -bye. Yeah, thanks for coming on the air. All right. 210. Did you get some roasted corn and uh, all that good stuff yet? All right. 210-308-8867. The Boy Scouts are here, too. They're selling popcorn. Uh, so you can come out and, out and support them. But it's a busy day, and we're having a whole lot of fun here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Little little folks have got big pieces of corn. Yeah, almost and, bigger and than their head. Some that some that are have have to some teeth missing, and so yeah, but they don't care. That doesn't seem to be slowing them down. Nope, not noise. The six-year-olds or the seventy-year-olds. Yeah, seventy-year-olds. All right, so we just take our we just take our teeth out and gum it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my old grandma, they used to get some tough corn, and uh, they were in their 80s. And what she would do is get a butcher knife, get tough corn, and get a butcher knife and just cut the very tips of it off, the tops, tops of it off. Okay. So she'd and squeeze, get, squeeze out the... Yeah, the inside would squeeze out then when you cut the top off. Huh. And that's the way they ate their corn. They loved it that way. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, the ro roast corn was much tougher in the old days than the, this is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. even and they were used to eating uh, roasting ears out of the field, you know, field corn. Yeah. Well, even sweet corn, you, you uh, didn't want it if it was more than three to five days old. That's true. But nowadays, it's... This corn is... A, this corn that they save now is just amazing. How, how long it can store, and, and how, che the how cheap they sell it. Yeah, maintains quality. So uh, this is good corn and goes with your hot dog if we ever get one. Yeah, but, keep, uh, rub keep rubbing it in now. We will. Yeah. All right, two one zero. There is a line though to get the hot dogs too. So 210-308-8867. Chances are today you're thinking about gardening. So uh, tell us what's going on. How can we help you today? What's going to happen now? So we've had a bunch of rain, and now I think we're having, uh, what was yesterday, no rain. Sunny. Today, sunny. Sunny and cool. Uh, tomorrow, I think, sunny and cool, too. Well, but so what should we expect? Tomatoes well, you can expect the... the winter winter weeds to come out gangbusters. Like yeah. oh. a rescue grass, I can see, is just charging out. Uh, 
the, the uh, horse herb is already charged out. Uh, and let's see. Oh, th- even thistle. We're seeing uh, thistle uh, com- coming up all over. And I don't know, Jerry, I haven't seen any uh, wildflowers come up yet. but uh, We've got some blue bonnets coming up coming in up? the greenhouse. Yeah, some it's of them. It's all in moistures. Yeah, and some of the, some of the uh, things like blue uh, blue, uh, blue bonnets could be growing in an area too, where the other other weeds might right, true. grow up above them. But uh, usually those those spots too, if, it, if the rains quit, then the the weeds won't get very thick there. Yeah, we got a tip said broadleaf weeds are thriving this fall. Control types such as clover, dandelions, henbit, chickweed, and others with a broadleaf wheat, wheat killer spray, such as 2,4-D, uh, sometime in the next three to four weeks before it turns cold. So you can you can get use uh, use uh, uh, a broadleaf weed killer that uh, oh took off her shoes. Uh-oh. <laughs> but anyway, use a broadleaf weed cleaver that that won't won't hurt your grass. Yeah, it will control some of the winter broadleaf weeds that are coming up now. Now the butterflies are unbelievable right now. Uh, really, on, here at the Certified Butterfly Garden at Millburgers, golf fritillaries, queens, monarchs, uh, pipevine swallowtails, black swallowtails. We've seen the. Uh, Giant swallowtails in the uh, flying around too that are interested in the citrus, and uh, in my neighborhood, the butterfly gardens, are just packed with uh, all kinds of action. Oh, red admirals, and, and, and so the uh, all the all those all-star nectar plants, like porterweed and and the. Uh, the milkweeds, uh, tropical milkweeds that are still blooming, are uh, are re- really attracting butterflies. And of course, the zinnias, the zinnias, and the uh, mistflower too. Uh, lantanas, uh, salvias, Mexican flame vine, all the uh, well, fall aster, they're all blooming now. Mexican mint, mar- I mean the. Uh, Mint marigold is blooming. So lots of plants that uh, provide the needs of the Yeah, uh, you mentioned mentioned mint marigold. I guess we got some for sale here. Let's see. Would they be in the perennial? I guess they'd be Mexican mint marigold. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen. We had uh, we, we had perenni- perennials on sale at forty percent. We had a lot of fall aster. Yeah, but we yeah. usually have. There they are right here, fall asters. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah, there must be mint marigold around here, someplace. But anyway, this that's a that's a that's a uh, plant that's often overlooked, and uh, was a, uh, I tell the story that that was the first plant that uh, Lynn Lowry tried to introduce through uh, Lone Star growers, uh, big growers, and so they grew about three, deer don't need th- it. three or four thousand of them, and that was back before the deer was 
deer resistant was so popular, but uh, deer won't eat it, and uh, Mexican mint marigold is what I'm talking about. The only problem with it is it only blooms in the fall. It blooms in the fall. Yeah, just short. At this time of the year. Short period, but. But it is, it is a perennial. It comes back, and the foliage right. looks nice. And spectacular. Treat it the same way you fall, fall asters. You right, right. Keep yeah. it under control every month during the summer, and then September 1, you quit pruning it, and then it just, uh, we got, uh, in my neighborhood, there's some up on the, kind of the slope, uh, upward on top of the slope, and, of course, deer don't bother it, and just a really showy bloom. Oh, yeah. You don't even look up there quite most of the time, but with the uh, mint marigold blooming, you sure do. And it, uh, it doesn't seem to get spider mice like the other marigolds. Yeah, I haven't noticed I don't any. know whether that's growing in the, in the f- cool weather of fall. Well, it smells, it's like, cool. smells like licorice rather than right. a marigold smell. And uh, it's, it's called Mexican mint marigold, but it's a perennial. Most of our common types of marigolds that we have around here are uh, annuals, and like like Calvin said, it has a has a wonderful flavor of licorice, and it can be used as uh, a lot of people call it false tarragon, because mm. it's much more easily grown here in Texas than tarragon is, so they use it as a substitute in recipes. And it blooms far right now, and so, and so, like Kevin said, it uh, blooms the same time the fall asters do. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a good combination with fall asters or Mexican bush shades, or the lavender fall uh, purple fall bloomers, any of the lavender fall bloomers. So uh, if if you haven't ever tried Mexican mint marigold. They're, they're generally most most available in the fall when people see them blooming around and then want to want for their landscape. So I, 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 don't know, I imagine Trace is buried in, uh, in people by now. So uh, uh, we're, I'll have to ask him if we still have Mexican men marigold. But uh, Look at all. Look at all the cyclemen. Yeah. Huge. I was amount. scared you'd look over there. Gosh, yeah, yeah, so many colors, one, two, all those uh, three, varieties of pink tables, and tables. lavender in addition to the white and the red. Uh, it's uh, amazing. Right. There's a real light pink, Milton. Can you see that over there? Is that a, a bicolor or is that just a l- real light pink? Oh, way over there? Yeah, to, over at the yeah, left that, front there. Hmm, I but don't know. Pretty spectacular. Primulas are there. Pink, yeah. I kind of went over there and checked out the primulas. I'm thinking I might use primulas in uh, containers, a lot of containers this year. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And uh, we want to give you a reminder too the blood drive is going on so you can uh, 
come on out and uh, be a part of the blood drive. Uh, besides all the fun activities, you can have uh, be a part of that as well. And that's today until 1.30, and that's so important. So uh, uh, come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a gift certificate just for going through the process. And, of course, they have a, uh, a nice gift for you at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center as well. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And another good reason to come out is get your winterizer fertilizer. Yeah. So, uh, wait. Uh, your uh, favorite horticulturist, Neil Sperry, says it's too late to, plant, uh, to apply winterizer fertilizer. I well, think he must be up there in the snow in Dallas. Yeah, he, he must be up there in the snow. You know, when when the winterizer first came out, uh, I, I never was Steve George, uh, Doctor Steve George, was the county horticulturist at that time. And when when that first came out, we were worried that if we put it on too early, that it might stimulate the grass to grow, and uh, and cause it to winter kill. You know, be sensitive to winter cold. Um, but so we we did a, did several tests where we uh, put the winterizer fertilizer out at the recommended rate and none none at all, of course, to compare it with. And then we put a humongous amount. I mean, really over-fertilized an area of the lawn. It's, just, it's impossible for me to accept that from Jerry. That <laughs> yeah, it was, there's never uh, too much fertilizer. That, was, that wasn't uh, 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 Osmoco. But anyway, the, regardless of where, where we put the heavy amounts, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't green up. It greened up. But it didn't start growing rapidly like we thought yeah. when you usually add fertilizer that they'll do. And uh, it didn't green up, and, of course, during the, it didn't, didn't hurt it during the winter. And right, that, we were having some cold winters back in those days. And yeah. so what, what I'm saying is uh, I, I don't think it, at least for us, in San Antonio and uh, Houston and Corpus Christi and places like that. I don't think you could ever apply winterizer too late. Hmm. Well, if you got that's a, that's a wild statement, Calvin. Aren't you going to say something about that? No. You did you say you can't? Cannot. You cannot fertilize fertilize with winterizer too late. Oh. Well, as long as the grass is still green. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 And that that that's the. The idea here, there is that we're the, this winterizer. We're not trying to get the the lawn to grow, so you have to mow it more. Right. We're, we're trying to get the the lawn in shape for cold weather right. if it does come, right. and then to have a fast start in the spring. And and but that the only requirement for that is that your grass is still in growing condition when you apply right. the fertilizer, because it does have to be able to take take the nitrogen up quickly, but like our situation now, the long, the the gra- grasses are oh, pretty capable yeah. of taking up nutrients. Uh, uh, the we I guess the weeds would like it too. So yeah, well yeah, that's why we mentioned earlier some of the uh, weed control products for your your type of grass 
that plot at this time of year before it gets cool. Yeah. And we'll so we'll talk about that when it gets colder. But uh, there's only one one uh, fertilizer. I mean, one weed control that works when it gets colder. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, uh, but with what the point we're trying to make is the winterizer does regardless of what you might read in the paper or, or whatever other than Calvin's article. Um, well, it depends on which too, part of the paper you read. Yeah, it's not too, it's not too late to uh, put my, on a winterizer fertilizer. In my, uh, and it's on sale, <laughs> if that matters. And then it also is useful. Uh, yeah, most of us don't have lawns big enough to use the whole bag, but it's certainly useful for your... Your fall vegetables and flower annuals, flower beds, and, uh, and then if you still have it, you know, in the spring, you can uh, yeah use it uh, for your trees too, whatever. So you, you'll use it up. It's a it's a good high quality fertilizer, and uh, uh, is it's pretty important for the lawn this time of the year. And we recommended uh, the fast release fertilizer, not the slow release fertilizer. Yeah, and that's, that's why that's cheaper. Then slow release, and it also is becomes more available to the and plant to use. You can recognize that usually by there'll be winterizer on the right, label. Right, right. It doesn't matter what brand it is. They usually have winterizer in quotes or, or, or just called winterizer fertilizer, and that indicates that it's it's consistent or a product that fits. What Jerry and I are talking about, and we'll accomplish that for your lawn. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Come on out and be a part of the fun here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and we'll be right back on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like Fall Garden Mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container. All your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon. Now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just $11.88 in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bull Road. My name is Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm running for re-election as judge of county court at law number 12. My court is a criminal misdemeanor court, and 
and I am asking for your vote. Since I was elected eight years ago, I've presided over 100 criminal jury trials, disposed of over 20,000 cases, and reduced the court backlog by over 1,000 cases. I have collected over $4 million in fines, fees, and court costs, including over $300,000 in victim restitution payments. I've doubled the size of the mental health court. Judge Scott Roberts has been married for 32 years and is a man of faith, family, and freedom. I'm Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm asking for your vote. Vote for Judge Scott Roberts, County Court at Law Number 12, endorsed by the San Antonio Police Officers Association and the Bear County Probation Officers Association. Paid for by Scott Roberts for Judge Campaign, Dr. Jim Legler, Treasurer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Athena Dean Holtz from Always Faithful and Redemption Press this Saturday night at 9. Sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., the answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., the answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., the answer. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had one long horn, one big eye. I come, Mr. Shaking, and I said, Louie, it looks like a purple people leader to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horn, blind purple people leader. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. If you've got purple people eaters at your house, you need to call Spider-Man Pest Control. It's a little-known fact that Spider-Man can help you get rid of your one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eaters. He's been doing it since 1976, so he can uh, help you out with that. Or if you've got uh, more conventional pests like roaches or... Ants or scorpions or fleas or rats. Spider-Man can help you with those as well, too. Give them a call. Warren Remy and Spider-Man is a source that people go to and have for a long, long time. And oftentimes it's the last pest control company they ever use because they love him so much and because he works so well. Spider-Man Pest Control and Termite Control, you'll find them at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Or you can call them at 210 210- 656-3721-210-656-3721. Look at that little girl with her face painted over there. Oh, Isn't that cute? Yeah. Look at She's that. happy. <laughs> She's just taking it all in, all that attention. Anyway, I was looking at Calvin's Dig In Now section in the newspaper this week, this Saturday, today. And um, he mentioned his... Uh, Winter-blooming plants such as cyclamen, primula, and pansies. You didn't mention pansies a while ago. You were just talking about cyclamen. Yeah. Uh, We got got pansies. I think I did in there, didn't I? Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I'm reading. 
Yeah, the pansies are the are the time too. I don't grow as many pansies as I used to. They're uh, low growing. About the low and deer. Expensive primulas. Yeah, primulas are just and, a and, more and, more uh, striking color. Cyclamens. Shade. That's the key. Pansies yeah, the deer are sun pansies. Huh? The deer will eat pansies. Oh gosh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah. They they'll find them for sure. Uh, anyway, they can be planted now. All of those those three use pansies in the sun and primulas and cyclamen in the shade. Tricky rock. And uh, my my favorite ornamental is spinach, and we've got good got a good supply of spinach here now available. And uh, spinach transplants can be placed in the garden now. He talks about preparing the soil with two inches of compost and ten cups of slow-release lawn fertilizer for every hundred square feet. Ten by ten. Ten, ten, ten cups. What is that? Four, four pounds? But ten cups? Ten cups. Roughly five pounds. Four, four to five pounds of... Uh, of let's see. Prepare the soil to get ten cups of slow... Are you the spokesperson? Now I'm 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 going to change Calvin's article here a little bit. He says uh, ten cups of slow-release lawn fertilizer. With spinach at this time of the year, you you can use winterizer. Yeah, go fast. Yeah, because they 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 need a they they need a lot of nitrogen. They're leafy green crops, and so uh, if you've got slow-release, that's fine to use too. But uh, if you buy a winterizer fertilizer, we we said what winterizer fertilizer would. They're three one two. Yeah, six, is the eight, ratio eighteen six twelve is eighteen six twelve is a normal. <coughs> a lot a lot of people don't know what the ratios mean or anything like that. So, but look for eighteen six twelve on the bag, and I think some nurseries sell fifteen five ten. Yeah. But uh, either one of those, are, are the, if, the key to it is having winterizer written on it. Uh, we, we've been uh, criticized for for using that, uh, uh, insisting that that term winterizer be put on the back. Uh, we did that years ago, but that was to, that's to avoid confusion with the homeowner who doesn't, doesn't understand ratios and things like that, they they just go looking for a bag of winterizer. Now, the downside of that is some of the uh, weed and feed store, feed uh, formulations, and and I think Scott's, I don't think Scott's has, I don't think they have winterizer on that bag because it's not a patented name. It's just a helpful name. And uh a space space finish transplant six to twelve inches apart in the row in full sun. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. There's so much going on over here at Millburgers at sixteen zero four and Boulevardy Road, including the Scouts that are here and they're selling popcorn. Uh, it's a fundraiser. And uh, who's our spokesperson here? You want to introduce yourself and be on the air? Hi, hi my name is Tristan. I, I am one of the Boy Scouts. There is two other people. Eagle. Max and Parker. Today we're going to be talking about um, um, what we're going to be doing. 
Okay. So let's talk about what are you going to be doing? We're um in the fr- in the front. We're going to be selling popcorn if you if you want to. All some. right. To support the Boy Scouts. And so, so this is a fundraiser. And what we all do with the money? What do the, what do the Boy Scouts do? Seventy-five of it goes to charity for the Boy Scouts, and I don't know what the other other. Oh no, but was. what? But but like, what is? What do you? What do you guys do that that makes it so much fun? That, um, it's fun because we get to go, we build our confidence by going up to talk to people. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, if you'd have done that, you'd have built your confidence. <laughs> I know. I should have done that, huh? Yeah, maybe you could have got a, <laughs> yeah. you could have got a career even, in the media. Knows, I know. <laughs> All right, so what's the most popular uh, popcorn you got out there? Caramel corn. The caramel corn, yeah, we had that. A while back, a couple weeks ago. That's pretty good. What's your favorite? They made me quit buying. White cheddar cheese corn. What about the guys behind you? What's their favorite? Uh, what's your favorite? He's thinking. Caramel corn. I don't know. There's just so many to choose from. Yeah. Mine, mine's the white cheddar cheese corn. And what makes it so good? I like the way it's cheesy and it's like normal popcorn with no butter. Okay. Is that microwave? No, there's we only have two microwave, unbelievable butter and kettle corn. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you knew that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I forget, man. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, how late are y'all gonna be out here today? Um, I don't know. I think I'm. No, I'm gonna be out here until one o'clock. Right. Um, he's gonna be out here until one o'clock, I think. All right. And. I don't know when he's going to be out. Okay. But how late How late are they selling popcorn? So 3. 3 o'clock. So 3. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. But I want to know again about your troop. I mean, since we're raising money Our for the troop. Our troop is pack 3. Uh, we are we are then 5, and we are pack 362. All right. So tell us about it. Is it pretty good? pretty good troop in pack? Yeah. Yeah? Why? Because, like, it's there's a lot of learning, and... You get to use tools. Okay. And learn how to build up confidence, self, self. I know. What school? Self, what, um, what school is it associated with? Their use? Uh, self. Confidence. So, yeah, self confidence. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things mixed to it. All right. So let me get your. So how long have you been selling the popcorn now? Like how many days? Is this your first day out, or you've been doing this for a little while? I've been doing it for four weeks. Four weeks. Okay. So how do you know? How do you approach somebody? What's your What's your strategy? I go up to somebody and say, "Hi, my name is Kristen. Would like to buy some popcorn." I see. Okay, the straightforward approach. And then what happens? Then they say yes or no. Then I say thank you. Okay, you got it, man. You're doing great. They may hire you here. Are you? Can Can you work a nursery too? Uh, think Think about it. No. You don't have to answer. Okay. Uh. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming up. You're going to be here till 3, and you can visit with you till 1, right? Yep. All right. Anybody? So, Tom, if you just want us to come back up, just tell us. Okay, you got it. You want to, you want to let those guys say goodbye? Bye. No, the guy's behind you. Tell them to say goodbye. Uh. Be goodbye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. I think it built his self-confidence. I think it did build his self-confidence. I think he had to have a little bit there. I noticed that. Yeah. Good approach. Yeah. 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 Would you like to buy some? Yes or no? And then thank you. Yeah. The sale's been completed. Cool. All right. 210-308-8867. Would you like to call us and ask your gardening question? Yes or no? Give us a call. 210-308-8867. We'll thank you after each one.
What you got going on over there? Well, Calvin's got a uh, very complete, thorough article. I don't, I don't know whether, whether I'm losing my memory of, of the subject matter or what, but all of Calvin's articles seems to cover all the points that we need to know about that particular subject. Wow. That's no good to, for no. me to criticize him. I know. That, that used to be the highlight of the show. I know. Was that that we used to get the fist fighting? Though. I know. Least, amaze, manage, amaze, manage. I'll well, come you, over there. I'll show you some amaze. Yeah, well, you know the manage guy, this, pal. Okay. You know that gardener uh, listens to the show and uh, is real active, really skillful gardener named Ed. That he thinks that uh, we probably should go to therapy. Is that uh, right? Yeah, because we're getting along. Uh, <laughs> well. Something's wrong. <laughs> that takes all the fun out of the show. But anyway, Kevin wrote a very complete article about uh, time to plant shade trees is now. Shade trees is now, and he talks about the the uh, trees that are available, and uh, talks about the CPS Energy $50 rebate for up to five shade trees. And um, I guess Millburg's got all the forms here, huh? They do, yeah, they've got a lot of the information, or you can go to the CPS website. But Millburg's staff is uh, really up to date on the, the program. Yeah, you plant, you plant the trees to shade your house on the south and west sides. And you can, can reduce air conditioning costs by 25%. That's uh, in their, on their website. That's what they're, they're targeting and say it's, it's possible. And then they, then they list the um, tree species that you can use, and like I said, Millburgers has a, as a, as a many of these as they can possibly care. They, they list uh, Anaqua, Live Oak, Texas Red Oak, Schumard Oak, Mexican Sycamore, Remember to get make when you go to buy that sycamore. Be sure it's a Mexican sycamore. And uh, the easiest way we detect it is that it's a hairy underneath the leaf. And if there's a question about it, pass it up. Yeah. Um, get the one with the most pubescence on the bottom of yeah. the leaf. Oh, Would that's you? is that the same as hairy on the bottom? Yeah, leaf? yeah. No, okay. Same as. That's that's uh, academic uh, hair. Do you want to explain why you don't want to get anything else but that? Well, the regular uh, sycamore, the American sycamore, is uh, a great tree. It's other places, but here it uh, does not last long. It gets uh, it's uh, subject to disease. I think and bores. Yeah, and that leaf spot. Is it anthracnose or is it? Not? Yeah, anthracnose. Yeah, and so so. It, Grows really fast and gets big enough so that when you, but it's short lived, so then you have to the expense of trying to get it down. Uh, so it's just it's just better to get the Mexican sycamore grows just as fast and is longer lived. Looks looks just as good. They're really interesting. Yeah, they're striking tree. Uh, and it's got the same bark. Yeah, color and everything. That's, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think I think Paul Cox and uh, uh, the zoo the zoo horticulturist over there Ponzik and Tony Ponzik and uh, even Mark Peterson had a lot to do with getting that on the market. You're probably right. Yeah, it, it used to be just another native plant material, but uh, 
And then we've got uh, some of the local nurseries that uh, bought into the difference in the Mexican yeah. sycamore and the, and yeah, you the want one that, you want one that lives 80 90 years or you want one live lives 15 years oh it's, yeah so and uh Montezuma cypress these all are approved plants I don't think I'd recommend ball cypress well they, 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 I, they I generally, generally you would not I would guess you'd not recommend an aqua no for a shade tree, I, it's, I think it's it's a really great wildlife plant. It's rather slow growing, but it's a, an interesting native plant for sure. Yeah. But that ball cypress uh, in this area is so susceptible to uh, uh, iron corrosis and low pH soils. I mean, high pH soils that uh, it just doesn't grow nearly as good as our Montezuma cypress. Notice either not any. And a yellow on the tree right here at the nursery, and it's it's getting ready to turn color. Mm-hmm. And it's grow it puts That's a, a lot of growth on it in a year. Too. Yeah, it's a great tree. Oh yeah, we've and, been watching uh, that for a number of years. It just gets prettier every year. So if you're looking for a cypress, uh, stick with Montezuma cypress, and then bur oak and cedar elm, mesquite. Well, you know, you obviously. Somebody Have we got there. mesquite trees? <laughs> the uh, s- somebody that had a naturalist bend, yeah, native uh, tree bend was uh, was obviously assembling this. And pecan, I, I, think, I think Mark, I think Mark had a little to do with that. Pecan, yeah, we uh, that's one we don't recommend as much anymore. Yeah, Mexican white oak, or that's uh, Monterey oak. Monterey oak. They've got some of the good ones back here. Big tooth maple, if you can afford it. Sierra oak, lacy oak, Texas ebony. Now that, and, and now she, that, that one, if you can, that to me, if you could get that to grow into shade tree size. Yeah. First of all, you find it, and then mm-hmm. you gotta nurse it along, cause it's, it, but it's the one that grows up on the. On the hillsides or mountainsides, yeah, it's a little, it's a little uh, particular in its growth habits. Yeah, and chinkapin oak. And Kevin says, uh, understatement here. Some of the species are unusual. Yes, in that we don't usually see them on recommended tree lists, but all of the most familiar ones are also listed. And I would say all of the ones that are available here at Millburgers on this list are recommended too. Yeah, they do have the Anaquas. Oh, do they? Yeah, well, they used to. I got an Anaqua from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's and they got that Mexican uh, sycamore. Yeah. And that's and that, that, that's great if you can deal with somebody like Millburgers. That's that's going to help you make sure you got it, you get a Mexican sycamore. That's not it's heartbreaking to, to to have a tree that you really like and have it only last for 10 15 years. Mm, yeah. Okay, Kevin's got a recommendation Milton for size of the tree. Oh dear. I have a feeling he's not following our advice. He says be content to purchase a size tree that can be planted without a jackhammer. 
That's a that's a new recommendation that's close. coming out of Calvin. Is he is he uh <laughs> Paraphrasing a little bit? No, 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 that's, but, uh, (laughs) that's original there. I've never seen that. Well, that's, it's, it's an attempt to, uh, to, uh, in a short phrase to, (laughs) to remind people to just, the, the, to get a tree that, uh, you can dig a hole for without. There you go. Without having to spend three days doing it. And if you don't know in your particular lawn whether you're going to need a jackhammer or not, take a good shovel or a sharpshooter and get out there and see how deep, how big a hole you can and can dig. And uh, those smaller trees will generally will catch catch up. A, a small tree that's put in adequate soil and watered and mulched uh, over the top will uh, adapt quickly and get established and start growing. Whereas if you got a, a larger tree that's stressed and trying to, you know, try, the, the root system's trying to support a top that's too too big for the soil reservoir, that, that'll spend most of its time uh, just trying to get, get the root on root system. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, most of these trees we're talking about are going to, Fight like heck to survive. Oh yeah, but it's better if they don't. They don't have to fight to survive. They can spend all their effort in, in growing, uh, quickly, and in nice shape. And you say, well, how big a hole do you need to dig? That's what yeah. you were thinking, one of them. Yes. How to how to plant? Dig a hole in the soil the same depth as the container, and two or three times as wide as the root ball. Um, fill the hole around the root ball with the native soil that was removed from the hole. That means the rocks and the <laughs> jackhammers and stones and everything else. But anyway, that's some good information on planting trees. And now is the best time to do it because trees planted in the fall and early winter, the leaves have a chance to develop. The trees have a chance to develop a root system before they must face the South Texas summer. Yeah, that's who was uh, last week. That's the person was trying to wait until the spring. Yeah, right. And, yeah, you all, you, all, you all made it very clear that, no, now this is, is the, the time. best time. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a quick break while we do. You give us a call. Tell us what's going on. 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and Things that are on sale too, like fall garden mums on sale this weekend. The six-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the four-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar twenty-nine. 
Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican Heather, Plumbago, Salvia, Lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and the staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Identity politics is back. Well, actually, it never went away. In Florida, a left-wing socialist named Andrew Gillum, who currently is mayor of Tallahassee, is running for governor against Republican Congressman Ron DeSantis. News reports keep referring to Gillum's potential to become Florida's first black governor. Who cares? It isn't or shouldn't be about the color of his skin. It's about the content of his ideas. Gillum wants to raise taxes on this income tax-free state. He wants Medicare for all or socialized medicine paid for by the government. Where will the money come from and why does he think government can do a better job with health care than the private sector? He should check out Britain's NHS. The media treat Gillum like the way they treated Barack Obama when he ran for president. To them, he is a messianic figure about to save Floridians. Whatever happened to ideas? The answer is Democrats have run out of ideas, at least ideas that work, and so they focus on other things that have nothing to do with individual lives. Wake up, Florida. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 
8867-210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. <laughs> Al's okay, back you're there okay the, now, buddy? Yeah, back there with the scary music. <laughs> the scary music we went off in for a while. Yeah, kind of yeah, cut out on it. Made us. it even more scary. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Calvin, how are your tomatoes doing? Are you eating any Ruby Crush or? Oh, yeah, Ruby Crush. Nine, six, eight. Nine, oh, yeah. yeah. You're already eating for? Oh, yeah, for at least three weeks for those two varieties. Oh, okay. Um, got lots of green fruit on the larger yeah. tomatoes, but, uh, and still blooms on the larger. Foliage looks wonderful. Uh, no hint of, uh. Spider mites, as far as I can tell, or any fungal diseases. And those, it's just hard to believe that those leaves were real narrow Uh, and scraggly from the heat. Grew out of it. Because, woof, they're uh, really sad. In fact, the tomato area in my garden is just wall-to-wall foliage, which is a little, I'd rather have some space in between, but uh, the... uh, Fertilization has uh, caught up. I mean, the well, plants, that, plants have caught up to the nutrients. I never realized that the peppers would be adversely affected by the hot weather. But the real grandy goals, you know, they they've made that little small small round pepper. Uh, maybe that was a. Uh, the pollen was getting deactivated by hot te- hot temperature, but you wouldn't think of See, that pepper was developed in Rio Grande, Rio Grande, yeah, and uh, and you wouldn't. And I, I never saw that. Uh, ben Villon, the, the developer of Rio Grande, go never mention that when extreme hot, extremely hot temperatures, the fruit is rounded. Uh, more of a round shape than a jalapeno shape, the, but uh, now, now they're they're regular shape, size shape. Yeah, and uh, shape. I'm getting more and more confident that I'm going to have a pretty good crop because it's loaded with blooms and loaded loaded yeah. with new fruit. Right. And then this weather is going to be perfect for the. Yeah. So we should have, should have. Well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say we have. We'll have plenty of seed next year, but <laughs> be careful. Uh, you, yeah, you, you, never, you never say that, that until you, you got, got the seed in the 75 pot. listeners out there co- uh, quoting your, <laughs> he said on this date. Hey, we got Bud on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Bud, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. hope you all doing at least the same. Yeah, oh, we're fun. doing wonderful here. Great. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Say, uh, on this Malabar spinach, I understand that it grows great during the hot weather. Yes. Okay. It freezes. It will freeze. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, well, what do I do with it in the winter? I don't have one. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one, but uh, I'm just real slow in you know, getting these projects on the way. So uh, I said, well, I better ask if it does great in the hot weather. Um, It'll uh, freeze in the cold it, is, there, is there a way I can keep it over winter? Well, keep it from freezing. Yeah, just in a, if you got it in a container. 
I was trying to remember. I've never kept it over the winter. No. Just no, use it as long as it can. It, and, it freezes back. Oh, and then you you kind of lose interest in it after the regular spinach yeah. comes into use. Yeah. How, how, how tall? Yours is vining, I guess, on a fence or cage or something like that, isn't it? No, no, I I, uh, I don't have one. Oh, 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 you don't have the Malabar yet? No, uh-uh, no. Well, don't plant it till spring. Yeah. Get the, get the seed and don't plant it till spring, around April. Okay. All right. That, that, you, can uh, use re- you can use regular spinach transplants now. Oh, uh, in my garden, they don't do good. That's because you're not using copious amounts of osmocote. You're not fertilizing. The only reason, only reason spinach won't grow and do well, is grow slow anyway. No, you got to be, you got to be a little careful with that because it is also the uh, slugs and snails love it, and uh, some of the caterpillars kind of like. Well, that's uh, not the spinach's fault. I know it's not the, <laughs> <laughs> but it it's uh, it's not as well, it's fast. It's not my fault either. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. Don't it's not as fa- it's not as fast. I always find spinach not as fast to start oh, yeah. as the others, and so it's more vulnerable in that first uh-huh. after you you planted it. Uh, that and, that's the neat thing about transplants. They're especially if you depend on when you get them, but yeah. uh, they're pretty pretty large. Yeah, I like the bigger transplants. Yeah, yeah. To okay, avoid so snails and slugs. So you say the best time for me to come over there and get one of these plants is uh, in March, planted in March, or actually wait until April? Well, they're hard to find in March. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you'd have better luck uh, finding them in, in, in it, April. It's we call before you come. But I guess we sell trans, we yeah. sell transplant because it's kind of it's kind of a uh, plant. That uh, well, you're it's getting too warm for regular spinach, so we've got a few Malabar spinach here for people that right. want to continue. Right, right. So it's late. It's late. Yeah. May yeah. even May. A- even after the chart, May. even. Okay, and All when right. I when I when I uh, plant it, uh, what is the uh, optimum uh, size pot that I should put it in? Oh, you're going to put them in a container? Yeah, I think so. I'd put them in no no smaller than a three-gallon container and put one in there. So they're big. They're big they'll vines. As, yeah, they'll get as big as a five-gallon. If, if you fertilize them. Now, yeah. they, they're not going to grow big if you don't fertilize them. But yeah. if you put them in a pot, you can use copious amounts of osmocote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was kind of thinking of a five-gallon. That's not too big. Yeah, I'd be oh, that's, perfect. That's perfect, yeah. Hey, bud, we got to run. Okay. We're going, we're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. And uh, don't forget, 210-308-8867 is our number. And this is Millburgers Gardening South Texas on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 
Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So much fun stuff happening here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Uh, come on out and be a part of the fun today and tomorrow. Uh, lots of great plants, pumpkins, moon bounce, uh, petting zoo, face painting. Tomorrow is the uh, balloon artist. We've got food, all kinds of fun, and the blood drive going on for just another half hour. So you can come on out and give blood. Uh, to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, and the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you, too, as a thank you for donating blood. So that's today till one. There's the pumpkin painting per- person. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got Carol on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Carol. Thanks for waiting through the break. What's going on? I have a bur oak I planted about 10 years ago. And it's towering way over the roof now, but uh, no no cones on it. Uh, I had one uh, when I planted it, it. When I bought it, there was a an, an acorn on it, but uh, nothing since then. What is it? Say again. A bur oak. A bur oak. A bur oak that doesn't have any acorns on it. No. Oh. But uh, and how old is it? Have oh, you planted ten, about ten years. It Good had Lord. one on it when I bought it. Okay, uh, acorn. So I know it. Well, you know, I know it's what I what I bought. Yeah, how tall? How tall is it? Is it oh, 20, 20 feet tall? More than that, I think. Maybe thirty. Wow. I think it's just growing rapidly, but because uh, eventually they'll have, they've got to have acorns. They are uh, unpredictable for sure. Mm-hmm. I've got one that's 25 feet tall, no acorns yet. And then Dor- Dorothy's got uh, one, uh, a master gardener down the way has got one that has acorn- acorns that's even shorter than that. So they're 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 their own bosses. I'm afraid. They're they're seedling. It's a seedling population, meaning the genetics are different in every tree. And Jerry's right, too. If you got one that you're lucky enough to have putting a lot of growth on, that, oh, that may beautiful. just take advantage of the that situation before it starts putting out acorns. A lot of times, acorns and other kind of fruits and seeds are, are more of a, a product of a little stress or... Uh, stop when yeah. growth rates are not as so why do you why do you want to get acorns no, I'm just wondering why there's not any anymore oh. you know we had them when when I bought it and it's a beautiful tree it's healthy it's huge I think it must be global warming oh that's the only it. thing I can think of <laughs> I have a Man, uh, you think everything's global warming <laughs> I know I have but a I don't uh, know the answer I have Maybe a rose that I bought from Manuel Flores. Uh, it's called Skyrocket. And it has just exploded. It's just got blooms on. Too many to count. They're absolutely beautiful. But I wouldn't know where to get them anymore. It must not be I an wish, antique or anything. It, it must not be an antique. What color is it? Red. Pink? Red. Oh, it's red. Uh-huh. I've not heard of Skyrocket, because Manuel's kind of like we are. Sometimes he gives them his own name. But uh, I'm not, I I assume it's a hybrid. 
Is it a climber or is it a, a hybrid tea? Uh, it's, it's a bush. It's that intermediate one, you know. It's got a lot of long branches, but they all come up from the bottom. Okay, okay. But it's not a climber, you know, like... Yeah. Not, not like a real climber. Right. But, uh... Well, why, why don't you root you some? Well, I'm getting too old. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> uh, for, uh, they, do you do? You get on the internet? Yeah. Okay, go to plantanswers.com. Uh huh. Under propagation, uh, I mean on the the, the heading, uh, the subject matter for propagation, and you'll see about three write-ups on on rooting roses at home. You know. Back in a hundred years ago, my mother, she rooted things. She stuck them in the ground. And I bet she was—I bet she was older than you are now, right? Yeah, and she put a jar over them. Right, right. That's one of Remember the that? one of the techniques. Well, we're both Tennesseans, you see. That's, <laughs> that's where that came from, maybe. But yeah, could be. Okay. But uh, no, no, they're they're probably pretty easy to root, especially since it's growing so well. Uh huh. And then you can bring me one. Uh, I don't get out much. I have to. I have oh. to get somebody to take me wherever I go now. <laughs> uh, well, uh, anyway, that that'd be fun for you to do at the house. Yeah. Easy good. too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. Good luck. Okay. Let us know when that, uh, yeah, that that uh, baroque should start any time. But like we said, they are uh, they're set their own rules and they're unpredictable. Uh huh. The horticulturist in the in San Antonio in the old days, there was kind of a list of baroque trees that were the most reliable in terms of uh, acorn production, and they would uh, they'd make the rounds, and horticulturists would pick up. It was a big uh, acorn, yeah, I remember. Bigger yeah, than oh, that. yeah, it's huge. It's a huge acorn. Falls down on your car, and then you get to go Damn. get your car repaired. <laughs> no, not that bad. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. Bye, Carol. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very good, sir. I would like to ask uh, the, the one gentleman that knows a lot about sweet potatoes, what do I do with my sweet potato hanging basket that is gigantic? Just keep it from, uh, well, it, it'll freeze back, of course. And, okay, and should before, I plant it in the spring? Yes, you can replant okay. it in the spring. Or you can. Right. Well, what you, what you need to do is move it into a garage or something that it won't get... Uh, much, much below uh, 45 degrees. Yeah, that might be the easiest. But yeah. you, but you cut. You don't let it freeze back. Uh, you cut it back before it freezes. Okay. When the, before the temp, when the temperature starts getting around below 45, go ahead and cut it back to the the, the basket, or cut it. You almost cut everything off. Off of it, but you're trying, right. you're trying to you're trying to protect you're trying to protect that uh, that those uh, roots. 
Oh, sweet potato. Yeah, it's a real pretty burgundy color right now. Right. Yeah, you don't and, you don't uh, need to cut it cut it back until uh, like I said the temperature to get below forty five. Okay. And even I, right. I, I planted uh, had them planted in uh, raised beds where around my peach trees and citrus, and for five six years they came back. Mm-hmm. But then then a really cold year comes and they they don't make it. So, but well, when that, you don't protect them, they don't make it. Well, uh, I don't. Yeah, I never did protect them. I They're didn't, African type. I never expected them to to come back, but they they did. <laughs> yeah, that's South Texas for you, South Central Texas. But anyway, anyway, that's that's a way to have them come back. And are they in a hanging basket? Did you say? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Next next year, next spring in, in uh, April or May, uh, and if you've kept them above 45 degrees in the garage or somewhere, uh, you, they'll start sprouting. They'll send up sprouts when, the te- when that soil temperature gets warmer. And what you okay. can do is uh, you'd have to tear your basket apart. You'd have to t- tear your... Hanging, hanging baskets apart, but uh, the um, but but you can make multiple plants out of that. Okay. Great. Okay. The next spring. How, how, how big will each plant get once it's established? Just as big as the one you got. Okay. Yeah, each each one of them will get that big. That's great because I wanted to plant it on an arbor to climb up uh, the side of it. Okay, yeah, we'll do that next spring. They're a great plant. Okay, well, is, is, uh, who is the gentleman that writes the gardening books with the cowboy boots in the front? Oh, uh, that's Neil Spear. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, he never comes to San Antonio, does he? Uh, very seldom. He does. He used to come more, but yeah, he's 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 uh, getting he's getting older like the rest of us, and uh, uh, he's had some health issues, and so he doesn't doesn't come. To, but he's got a newsletter that I always talk about and enjoy criticizing because Neil's so smart in horticulture. You can still get it free, right? right? Yeah, you get it free. It's, you can get it from. Uh, you, all you, to, to order one from the Neil Perry newsletter, which comes weekly, and he does a good job with it, has some pretty pictures with it, uh, you can get it free every week. Uh, just go to plantanswers.com, plantanswers.com, and uh, you'll see a, uh, a Neil's logo over to the, to the right of the screen as you open the, the, the website. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yes, Bye-bye. sir. I appreciate the help. Have a nice day. Okay. Good luck to you on your sweet potato. Thank you. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Outside of San Antonio, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. So, hey, we've got good news. Look at this, con- look at this uh, costume. You got a little, little boy that's got the... The uh, the air, and he turns around and it's it's a, a nude body. <laughs> really? What? 
Right, he's behind the crowd here now, but he's coming out. You'll see him. Okay. No, <laughs> no. He's a sumo wrestler. <laughs> hey, um, so here's the uh, the bad news is um, the we have got a we got a bunch of hot dogs to start the day, and they are out. But that's also the good news too. I've already donated. <laughs> You'll have to get it tomorrow. Oh, okay. When they'll be back with more hot dogs. But the, each one of those hot dogs sold was a donation to the um, uh, San Antonio Food Bank. So that's the good news is that. Um, we, yeah. had, we had more donations than we expected, so that's great. So thank you for uh, for that, San Antonio. All right, 210-308-8867. I bet they were good, too. They'll be good tomorrow. Oh, you, you said they're coming back tomorrow? Absolutely. Okay. They're here tomorrow. That just it's going to be okay. We'll have to – how will we get one tomorrow? We'll get here early. Uh, and, <laughs> wait, I, 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 know, I know the guy that's cooking, so – Okay. Yeah, well, that helped us a lot today. Well, well, he ran out. It wasn't. I could have, I could have jumped the line, but I, I was afraid that those people in line would beat me up. Well, obviously, we have uh, our influence with staff has become reduced as the years has passed. Right. That's true. The old days, we used to somebody would always bring us. There you go. Something, yeah. They're too busy today. They're too busy today. It's either that or our personality. Maybe we underestimated our personality. Our charm? Yeah. I'll tell you you where we ought to make money for the food bank. Where? Is have a donation to use the restroom. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be good. That would make money. Yeah. Yeah. It might cause riots, too. (laughs) Hey, James is on the line at 210-308-8867. How are you? 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Good. What's We're going wonderful. on? Yeah, I had a bunch of spinach uh, uh, transplants that uh, needed to go in the ground, but this old black dirt out here, it just, uh, boy, it's just wet, and there's no way to plant anything. So uh, I got some of my uh, aluminum rain gutter out of the uh, inventory pile and mixed up some potting soil and Fill that rain gutter up with a real nice potting soil and transplant that spinach about every, I don't know, four or five inches down that. That'll uh, work. Put it up on some cinder blocks so I won't have to bend over too far to pick it. Uh, that aluminum, um, that's a painted aluminum rain gutter. No, Is that going to hurt anything? No, that's not going to bother you. Okay. And, and if you if you want to, if you you can wait till the uh, the ground dries a little bit, oh, and just man. transplant them out of those cinder that aluminum stuff into the soil. If you want to grow if them it in the soil. Stops raining today. It'll be four weeks before this dries out. Good and lord! I mean, it's wet. <laughs> uh, well, well, but. Uh, a lot of folks just grow the spinach in containers. It's right. Uh, oh, so yeah. much easier to deal with weeds and insects and things like that. I remember when Greg Grant was here, uh, he loved spinach so much, I got him a whole flat uh-huh. of spinach. And I, I went out about a week or ten days later, and uh, he was harvesting it out of the flat, out of a uh, hundred plants. Huh. He was just harvesting it out of the flat. Yeah. 
And uh, he had a spinach, uh, spinach. He had his spinach supply in in, a, in flats. Jerry, I let these uh, Bloomsdale longstandings get pretty good size before I harvest them. You know. Uh, yeah. About a try to get them about eight, ten inches tall, maybe even bigger, because it takes a lot of spinach to make a mess, and then it cooks down to, you know, almost nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what that's one of my favorite spinaches is that Bloomsdale. It's a uh, man, you can't beat that. Well, that's why we the the spinach situation. Uh, you know, we talk about. You know, six six broccoli plants. So we usually provide a a family enough broccoli during the winter, but uh, you better have about twenty four spinach plants if you want adequate. Oh yeah. Well, pe- by, you know, because they each plant yields a, a smaller yield than broccoli by far. Yeah, didn't you approach that in one of your earlier oh, yeah, columns? I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I like it in salads. And, and the, the thing with that rain gutter, if you, if you fill the rain gutter up with not, a nice potting soil, I'll mix some up, and get those transplants in there. If something goes wrong, like uh, the grasshoppers attack or, you know, something bad happens, you you cover that over with a little row cover. It, cause everything right, yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy. If you got it up on cinder blocks, uh, you can put your five-gallon bucket out there and sit on that while you're harvesting it. There you go. He's got it figured out. And it's really nice. So, <laughs> anyway, that's what I've got for you today. Uh, thank all you, right. James. Well, thanks for calling. Okay. You take Bye. care. Hi, James. Bye. Enjoy your spinach. Got Lloyd on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Lloyd, you there? Wake up, Lloyd. Yep, Lloyd, we lost you, so give us a call right back, okay? 210-308-8867. In fact, we'll, we'll take a quick break while we're waiting for Lloyd to call us back at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like Fall Garden Mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just $11.88 in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate
rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The answer. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. 9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors. And some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def collar camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 9.30amtheanswer.com. John, we can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. Perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know, he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer, a little Halloween music as we celebrate Halloween here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. And we welcome you to come on out and be a part of the fun, too. Uh, we're having a great time. Uh, there's a line for the face painting. There's People are chugging around on the uh, terror train. 
The employees are dressed up in costumes. So we're having a good time and hope you can come on out and join us today or tomorrow. Go to the petting zoo. Get some roasted corn. Get a hot dog tomorrow. Not today, but tomorrow. So, all right, we're going to go back to the phone lines and talk to Lloyd now at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Let's try again. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing just right. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you now. Okay. Hey, uh, I've got a question about tomato setting. Uh, when I hear people talking about the temperature required for that, it's always the nighttime temperature. Right. Does the daytime, nighttime is different? Uh, yes, the the, uh, the nighttime is more... It's more critical to tomato fruit set because, uh, like when I was in Kansas, or like when you're in a desert, desert growing condition, it can be 100 degrees, 90 to 100 degrees in the daytime, yet if it'll get below 75 at night, uh, you can still set fruit. And mainly, mainly for that, because the plant is... Uh, uh, it it just sets better. The pollen lasts, and, and the pollen is viable at night. And yeah, re- reorganizes, it reloads its reloads, chemistry, and reloads. nutrients are transported where they need to be transported. If uh, if it stays hot, you just continue. The plant just continues using that those nutrients. Uh, in the plant, plant rather than re- starting over and, and setting fruit and doing new products. It's I've, transpiring. Yeah, we should uh, we should probably have more the grasp on the scientific terms here, but uh, I can't. Maybe we'll. I'll think about it to, this afternoon. It's been forty years. <laughs> no, at, at least or more. No. <laughs> It really, I mean, you could set tomatoes during the day. The temperature was that during the day, right? Right, right, right. Okay. You say nighttime because that's more likely it's cooler there, it'd be 90 or 100 during the day, but as long as it gets to, you know, 75 or 71, that temperature is, then that's right. what Right. Right. That has to be a night more than a day. Yeah. Are you having trouble with your setting fruit or? No, no, they're doing fine. I was just wondering. I've always heard the nighttime temperature. Yeah, nighttime temperature is very important. Well, it it makes sense, too, because didn't they evolved on mountains where where you had a hot sun and then very cool in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, Well, I've got a little trouble with, if you ask me that, is cone flower. They seem to I'm planting them. Uh, they're, not, they're not putting on any blooms now. When I'm planting them, they had blooms, but the blooms didn't, they didn't look too good, and the blooms went away. But now the foliage looks good. Uh, will, will they come back with the bloom again, or are they perennial? What or? was it? Cone flower. Cone flower. Well, they're perennial, but... They don't like uh, extreme yeah. hot, rainy weather. And they usually have a good bloom period in the fall, but we're getting pretty close to winter. Yeah. They may be... Yeah, yeah they may... They're, 
some some coneflowers are blooming now, but I, I'm not sure if they've gone on a bloom whether, whether they'll be back. Okay, well maybe uh, it's up near Kerrville, so they may oh. maybe they'll make the winter and then bloom in the spring. Yeah, yeah they will. They will. Okay. I, th- I think I think John, John Thomas in Fredericksburg Wild Seed Farm, they have a have some good, good planting of coneflower up there. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lloyd. You bet. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. And, again, don't forget, we've got lots of fun activities this weekend. And you can learn about all the activities that are going on at Mill Burgers, whether it's this weekend, next weekend, the weekend after that by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And uh, learn about what's happening um, at, here at the nursery, whether it's a, an adult education class or maybe it's a, uh, uh, a kid's class uh, that you can uh, Not join. Not to mention sale items, huh? Yep. You can find, follow sale items. You go to millburgernursery.com. You can get your newsletter. So plenty of stuff. So millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. I've already got my November. Wow, already? You see it? Have you seen it? I'll just get it right out here. I got it yesterday, I think. And uh, that takes some of Calvin's questions in there, I think. I said, our zinnias are still blooming. The butterflies love them. Can we collect some seed from our favorite colors and plant it next spring? Yes. They come back. They'll have a certain percentage of the same color you selected. Yeah. They're not... Self-problem. Oh yeah, and it, like if you've got the Dreamland zinnias, they'll come back parent material, so you get yeah, all, right. all, all kind of variation. But the uh, if you get the uh, heirloom, the old-fashioned you know, cactus mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. California giant, yeah, they'll come come back pretty tr- true. Of course, that's a good mix. The t- the seed packet comes out with a pretty good mix. Yeah. The answer is yes. Then your seed can be collected and planted next spring. To have most success with the early planting, March, plant the seed in a tray filled with potting soil, and then when the soil warms up, the seed can be planted directly into the garden. Uh, when should we move our bougainvilleas into the greenhouse? That's a good question. Ooh. Now is a good time. They do not prosper when temperatures fall below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. 50, huh? That, that, yeah, that's, a, that's what you. That's what. So whoever wrote this. Yeah, uh, that, I'm. I'm. Uh, I generally say 40. Uh, you give them 10 or, degrees. Huh? Yeah, somebody who who edited those changed it to 50. Yeah. Um, your 45 is not a bad. You were talking about 45 degrees for for sweet, your sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, and that 45 is a good. Uh, you know, you can have it go down to a 40 once or twice, and yeah. Uh, but if it consistently stays down to a 40 or a, the low for the or high for a day will be 45 or so, then you'll you'll get the blooms dropping anyway. Now, now the deal is, it doesn't kill them. It doesn't kill them, but it just makes them go dormant and quit yeah. blooming. Yeah. 
when when you when they get that low temperature. Yeah, and they may as well move them, move them in. into the house. Now they'll, you know, if you can, if it gets freezing temperatures, you certainly can kill them. But yeah, here's the one for Calvin. A stored, our stored bird seed from last year is full of weevils. Hmm. Will the birds eat it? But they don't have lips to the mountain. They should eat it. Crows do. Uh, crows have lips? According to what I found on Google. Some of the birds will eat them. Can the they whistle? Sure. <laughs> crows can whistle all the time. <laughs> Some of the birds will eat the weevils. Um, yeah. They're, if you put out a uh, fresh seed versus... That old seed, the birds will eat the fresh seed first. That makes sense. But they generally do. It will end up eating the old seed. They just kind of strut the feathers and go ahead and eat it. The answer was the the birds usually eat it, but I would suggest infested seed be spread on a platform or the ground rather than placing in a tubular or hopper feed. Yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, I do. It's a good idea. <laughs> uh, then they've got, you know, we talked about last week, uh, I think I think Trace and them said that they've got some of the bulbs there. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. The hyacinth you talked and, about. And, and then, yeah, in this. Uh, Amaryllis are on sale. Well, they're for sale. Only in the morning, right? Yes. Oh. You can buy your. You can buy Amaryllis in the buy, morning. Yes, <laughs> Amaryllis buys morning. No, I can't make it work. <laughs> okay, you uh, can buy them all we've got time. an article in here. I was I was talking about have, have we written one on forcing bulbs? I uh, wrote one for next Saturday. Oh, good oh, for good. you. Good for you. Send Amar- send that to me. And I'll put it on planet. Okay, Amaryllis, uh, paper whites, and. Uh, Hyacinth. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got one in this newsletter, too. It says layering bulbs and growing with the lasagna bulb method. Mm. I think I got, uh, I published that years ago, but uh, I think I got it from uh, the, the Netherlands for sending out a, new, you know, ed- educational newsletter. And I'm pretty sure I got that article from them, where they talk about uh, planting, planting a, a number of bulbs that bloom at different times, and so you always you have have more mm-hmm. more more bloom time, and uh, that's in uh, this this month's uh, November's newsletter, which is available uh, either online. On plantanswer.com or on the mealburgernursery.com. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, you can call the nursery and, and have them send it to you. If, you don't, if you're not computer, you, you know, you don't, if you don't, don't have to get it off a computer. Yeah, they'll, may, they'll have it. You can call 210 497 3760. 210. 210- Four nine seven three seven six zero. That's the number for the nursery, and they'll they'll put you on the mailing list. So even if you right. don't have a computer but you'd like the newsletter, they'll take care of you. 
All right, our phone number here is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. On this beautiful day, maybe you're enjoying the show out on your deck or patio. and uh, Ooh, that would be nice. See, yeah. In a hammock. Uh-huh, exactly. In a hammock would be nice. And that deck may not look like it looked when tequila you know, first started, though. A tequila sunrise, too? Sure, Calvin, if you'd like that, you can have yeah. that. But I'm really talking about the deck right now because uh, if, it oh, okay. if it doesn't oh. look like it's supposed to, like it did when you first got it, you need to call Deck and Pass. It doesn't matter care. if you're drinking tequila uh, that's sunrises. Right. That's right. <laughs> they, and there's not enough tequila sunrises that can make it look <laughs> the way it's supposed to. Then you need to call Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. I've got a hammock on my patio. Okay, but he's not one of those. One of those. Uh, you know, got uh, got uh, the platform, movable platform. Okay. So I can lay there on my patio and look at the look at the patio from my hammock. There you go. But if it's not looking <laughs> like it should, if it's not all shiny and uh, looks freshly stained and it's pretty, it's 40 years old. What do you expect? Well, no. What I expect is you can call Deck and Patio Care oh. by Barry Hagendorf. Go look at the before and after pictures. You'll see. Look, see, they've even got that hammock stand right there. There you go. That's the before, and it's all gray and dark, and then the afterward is nice and tan and lovely. Does he do, do old people too, or just <laughs> no, I don't think just patio? Yeah, I don't does think he have he, a senior discount. He can't make you look like you did at one time. Uh. Uh, so, but he can make <laughs> a shiny and new. Uh, shiny and new. No, but give him a call, and you can find out all the things he can do for you. If you've got a pebblestone driveway, Barry can help you with that. Go to the website Deck and Patio Care. Dot com, deck and patio care.com or give them a call if you're ready 210-822-9147 210-822-9147 for deck and patio care uh, by uh, Barry Hagendorf we're going to take a break and come back in a moment our phone number 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM The Answer Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. There's lots going on at Millburgers, and you can keep up with all the stuff going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. When you go there, you'll find events and things that are on sale, too, like Fall Garden Mums on sale this weekend, the 6-inch pot, just two eighty-eight. They just scream fall. And pansies are on sale in the 4-inch pot. Get them for just a dollar. 29. Millburgers has perennials on sale in the one-gallon container, all your favorites. Mexican heather, plumbago, salvia, lantanas, and more in the one-gallon, now just $4.18. This week you'll save on the best selection of foundation and landscape shrubs, like dwarf yopon holly, dwarf burford holly, and much, much more. You'll save on them. They're just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. You'll find this and all the interesting activities at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with 
with John Fuller, here to remind you that Tuesday, November 6th, is an important midterm election, and you're encouraged to vote. The midterm may not receive the media attention that a presidential election does, but it's vitally important that you cast your vote. And if your state has early voting, you may be able to vote weeks before November 6th. The key, though, is that you participate. In the November midterm, voters will decide all 435 members of the U.S. House of Representatives, one-third of the seats in the U.S. Senate. Also, the makeup of 87% of state legislative chambers and more than 125 ballot measures in 30 states. So remember, your vote is critical. For voter registration information, including links to state-based groups and voters' guides, go to Focus on the Family's election website. Commit, the number two, the word vote, 2018.com. That's commit to vote 2018.com. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. It's a pretty day out here at the nursery, and lots of folks are enjoying the uh, festivities here at Millburgers. Uh, lots of folks are waiting for the face painting. We've got the uh, roasted corn. There's a little line for that. And uh, Tomorrow we have the hot dogs. We have the petting zoo both days. And we have the... Um, Oh, the balloon artist tomorrow, so uh, that'd be fun, too. They're, they're, they're incredible. They were, truly are incredible with what they can do. So, okay, 2 and 0. They weren't here today, were they? No. So the uh, face painting well, won't be here tomorrow. Well, you know they weren't because Milton stayed the, the whole radio Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, he, gets, he, he, he says they're fascinating, and he's very fascinated by them. He's I am. <laughs> they, they do an incredible. And they made me a hippo. Uh, what else did they make? Um, I think I got a little pig. I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they made you that scorpion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they and, scorpion. And it's not doesn't look like some cheesy little birthday thing. No, it's <laughs> it is uh, intricate, and you're just. You, as you see them, when you, if you come to the nursery tomorrow, even if you don't have kids, you'll see the balloons that are going around, and you're like, wow. And it's, they stay uh, inflated for Yeah, a they while. do. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was just, I didn't know what happened. No. That hippo lasted for weeks. 
<laughs> so and some sometimes you'll you'll pop a, se- a sec- se- segment of it, yeah, a section of it, and uh, it'll, it'll just deflate that section. Did you? Uh, but the rest of it will replace your teddy, your teddy bear with it? Or? Well, just temporarily because oh, okay, it, yeah. it did eventually deflate. Yeah, the teddy bear just stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, right? so it's reliable. It's much Very more reliable. Much so. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir? Uh, we were talking about tomatoes setting fruit a while ago. I didn't, didn't get to my question that we got or my statement that I got from uh, from a guard, local gardener here. said, uh, and, and it, it, it pretty well emphasizes why we have to put a lot of times put surprise on the end of our tomato varieties because oh. uh, no matter how good a variety you come up with, yeah, there's always somebody that can uh, that has problems with it. So we we call we call it like a ruby crush surprise and uh, 968 surprise, and so when people call in and want to complain, we just say. That's the surprise, you know. You don't even say it that way. Uh, <laughs> oh, you wanted tomatoes. Surprise! <laughs> so what's well, the bad it, news? It depends on the, the bad news is from Curtis, our, our buddy Curtis. Curtis. Oh, what happened with Curtis? Said I got uh, Ruby Crush and 968 four-inch transplant for myself and friends in Austin and Aransas Pass for this fall. Last last week, uh, both of these people, both the ones in Austin and around the past, told me that they have healthy plants with flowers but no fruit. I've been uh, Curtis said he'd been eating fruit for a month or so. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Uh, have we heard anything else on the radio from people complaining? I, mm. I don't think so. No, you never know about those but, people in Austin, but uh, usually Aransas Pass. Yeah, know how to plant, grow tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, that's that's weird, you it know, is. because they, they're cherry type tomatoes that usually set fruit in adverse conditions. And the Curtis is, I'm sure, checked out, to make sure they were growing them in the sun and everything. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got a. Not a question from the crowd. We're going to have a, a comment from the crowd. So yeah. grab the mic. You'll be on the air. Is that okay? Yeah. She's a volunteer. You know, the, the funds raised here through the hot dogs and the donations that you give for the roasted corn and uh, the donations for the, um, the face painting or tomorrow's balloon animals go to the San Antonio Food Bank. And you're, you're not a volunteer with the food bank, but you, there's a connection between you and the food bank. Yes, I work. I volunteer with West Avenue Compassion, and we're a San Antonio food bank distribution site. Uh-huh. We uh, serve over 200 families every week, and we're just one of I don't of many, 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 many distribution sites here in San Antonio. Uh, the our director who used who orders the food that we give out every week used to have 11 pages to choose from. Since probably May, she's had about four pages to choose from. Oh, wow. Because San Antonio Food Bank is really running short of food. 
So make your donations good, and they will be going to a worthy cause. Well, and one of the cool things, too, is um, the food bank is, is so efficient in terms of how they spend the money and, and what they can get with it, too. I think, gosh, like it's I, I don't know the statistic, but it's like $1 buys $7 worth of food. That, that's probably an exaggeration, but it's pretty close. I don't know the exact number. I do know that we will... We will be getting turkeys through the food bank for okay. Thanksgiving. Um, wow. And we get to get them for 33 cents a pound. Okay. And that is a really good deal. It has been less in years prior. So, uh, yeah, if you, uh, Eric Cooper and the San Antonio Food Bank do an outstanding job, all the people there, and their distribution sites all over San Antonio. People don't know. Uh, it's not only San Antonio, too. It's the counties surrounding San Antonio that the food bank touches. So, yeah, your donation uh, is uh, does does a real nice job with the food bank when you donate here. So that is that everybody that... Everybody that's taken advantage of the event here today and mm-hmm. donated yeah. has donated it to the food bank. Yep, absolutely. Mill Burgers takes the donation and gives it right back to the food bank. So cool. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming yes. out. All right. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got a question in, said, on the subject of pruning, what does dehorning mean? Newsletter says not to top or dehorn oak trees. Well, when you dehorn, you cut a horn off, right? Yeah. And so you basically cut a limb off is dehorning. No. The more technical uh, description is that uh, all too often trees are topped or dehorned. In other words, when you top the tree rather so you're than not, cutting back to the next largest part. Yeah, you're not pruning it might, smoothly. Well, I, I always think of it as uh, one of those major limbs that's right. that's going upward like a up, like a horn. Yeah. To, uh, in either case, topping is not a recommended practice. In fact, some refer to it as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Uh, is that Greg Grant? Yeah, probably. Okay. Topping is the is the process whereby a tree is cut back to a few large branches. After two, after two, after two to three months, regrowth on a top tree is vigorous, bushy, and upright. Topping seriously affects the tree's structure and appearance. Structure means that those uh, those uh, they're adventitious shoots that come out of the tree. Well, I've seen them where they come out, and then there's been a windstorm or something, and they're just oh, oh, you know, and they're full of leaves and everything, and they just all break off in the, in the wind. They're just the structure is just not a natural structure where it's uh, any any kind of strength to resist winds or heavy foliage or awkward growth it's just uh, not it's not only unattractive not good for the tree but it's right to be dangerous to uh, the weakly attached growth regrowth can break off during severe wind 
or rainstorm. Topping may also shorten the life of a tree by making it susceptible to attack by insect and disease. The pecans seem particularly susceptible. Yeah, they, they just, people can't realize when they plant a, a tree, uh, a standard-sized tree, uh, that uh, we're talking 50 feet or more. Yeah, if you, especially if you've got some decent soil. And they're so little. You know, I mean, when you plant them, they're two or three feet tall, depending on the size of the tree that you plant. And you just can't imagine that that tree, even if we plant it in rocky soil and and water it and take care of it, that it's going to get 40, 50 feet tall. I just had to, had um, uh, a landscape company come to my backyard and 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 cut off some major limbs off of a off of a, a Schumard red oak that when I planted it was four feet tall. Wow, it's four feet tall, one one stem, four feet long. How tall is it now? Forty over forty feet tall. And I I I did all the stuff like move back fifty I, I moved back fifty feet from the from the over closest overhead wire. And now where they're having to cut limbs out of that hmm. that wire. Now that's forty years later. Yeah, but but uh still e- even in the worst soil if you get an adapted tree, they can get a, a lot bigger than you can imagine. Well, just that we were talking earlier about the Montezuma cypress. We've been watching yeah. that for about a decade, and and that thing is huge. It's almost as tall as the uh, Circle K sign, or that may just be perspective, but it is huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when we saw it, it was probably <laughs> when we saw it, it was probably killing me, as large as uh, maybe just a little bit above the uh, the metal shed, the metal roof. You think? Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. So anyway, two and, we'll, and we'll finish the show with a strange question. Well, no, we got Joyce on the line. Do you, oh, want, okay. you want to finish the show with Joyce? Did or? you say Joyce is a strange? Got a strange no. question? Yeah, maybe, maybe she had a strange. She might question. have a strange question. Joyce, is it a strange question? Well, I, I, I hope it's not strange. Okay, we'll uh, be the judge of that. I have a, I have a Meyer lemon in a pot, and after I harvest it, is that a good time to repot it into a bigger pot, or should I wait till spring? Spring, wait till spring. Like April, February, okay. April, April. But, for so you, so What's you that, can repot it when it's no to repot. Oh, repot. To repot. Yeah, it, yeah, yes, ma'am. Blooming? Yes, ma'am. It won't it won't hurt to do that. I'm I'm also, afraid if you, I'm afraid if you put repot it now, it'll flush new growth. You know, it'll stimulate new growth, uh-huh. and uh, which which might freeze off. It'll make it. Make it less cold hardy. Yeah. Now, if I it's if it's a matter of no time to do it then and time to do it, or you're going to move it or something, or the container's falling to, to pieces, you could do an emergency job just so you're aware that you, you make it more vulnerable. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll wait then. After I harvest my great... Two lemons. <laughs> I did produce this year. <laughs> I love those Meyer lemons. They're a great plant for half whiskey barrel or other container. Chili yeah. got two, though. 
You only got two? Well, it, 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 it's a young plant. I mean, it's it's not that big. But it, How old uh, is it? it needs, it's uh, two years. Hmm. And is it a five-gallon container, or what size container is it? Yeah, it's about five gallons. Oh. Because it'll, yeah. It, I don't know if it needs repotting yet. Really? Oh, okay. Hmm. I would, well, I would put it, put it in a bigger container for yeah, sure. Yeah, it'd be better in a bigger container. More fruit, yeah. and more size. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, are, are you? Is it growing on your patio, or, or is it easy yeah. to move? Or, or yeah. Yeah, it? it's done. Yeah, and I can move it yet. Now, what you what you might want to do if you just if you got a patio that, that that's next to the uh, Next to a uh, garage, that you do you roll it in or move it in when it gets cold? Um, I haven't been. I've just been covering it well. Oh, okay, so, okay. But you, uh, you, you, what you could do if you if you wanted to take advantage of the winter weather, is get you a large larger container, whiskey barrel size container, uh, fill it full of pot, uh, potting mix. And rather than just lift the lift the uh, the tree out and put it in in a larger container, and put the potting mix around it and then water it like that. Yeah, it really isn't a. It's almost not not any. Well, it's yeah, not a it's, severe transplant. Right. You won't you won't cut it back severely like you do a yeah. a truly root bound plant. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank okay. you. Good question, thank Joyce. You. Hi, Joyce. All right. Well, that music says that we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Thanks to everyone that called in. Lots of questions. And thanks to everybody that's come out and visited with us here at Millburgers. We've got a wonderful day planned for tomorrow uh, with all kinds of great stuff, including uh, the balloon artist and uh, more hot dogs, more corn on the cob, and more fun here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Uh, you can join us. Thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. And to 9.30 a.m., the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.